We're recording. There it goes. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> it's time for the recording. Boop, 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 boop. Uh, man, this is the Christmas episode, which is weird. Just because, like, <laughs> like as of recording, we haven't hit December yet. But even, like, even if this was to come out the week of us recording, which it's not, we have another episode, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it still would be in December. And it's just weird to me. It's like, where did this fucking year go? Oh, I'm glad that this year's almost over because it felt like <laughs> it felt like a very placeholder year, if that makes mm. sense. I don't know. I've been like, lots of good stuff has happened, but a lot of bad stuff has happened. So it's like, uh, I'm happy. Like, I guess this is. I feel a lot more hopeful than I did in 2020, but I also feel like um, I'm ready to see see the ass end of this uh, 2021 too. So hopefully 2022 is better. Hopefully 2022. Yeah, I mean it should be. <laughs> I it hope you, be. I hope you guys aren't listening to this in 2023 and being like, "Oh, Sonia, if you'd only know." <laughs> <laughs> you only knew. Uh, we, we should get started. Yes. All right. Hi. holidays to you Utah travel agent Sonia Valentine here. <laughs> uh hey it's this is our Christmas we I don't think we've ever done a Christmas episode around Christmas before yeah I think this is really cool well and I, I it was really um it was also putting me in a good mood too like as we'll get into just because of the content of the of the, this Christmas episode because I think it was like considering this COVID COVID year and a half basically where we're going into the second Christmas in COVID it's kind of like a good episode to be watching right now yeah <laughs> so it definitely I, gives you like the idea of like hey this is kind of where you're at in Christmas right it's like you know like you should be thankful for I don't know it's a really good episode Sonia why don't we get into it uh go ahead and introduce the episode for us please so as Teal said this week we were wa- we watched Will's Christmas show which first aired December 16th 1991 it was directed by Jeff Melman and was written by Winifred Her- uh, Hervey Stallort this episode we've been told repeatedly to not tie up the family <laughs> so um <laughs> this episode has one of my o- often quoted lines um Skiing is for white guys named Sven and O.J. Simpson. <laughs> so <laughs> that was uh, this cold open opens with them going to um, Utah for a Christmas vacation uh, with uh, uh, Vivian's extended family, and they're going to go skiing. Which right. I've been skiing. Like I, I, 
I've been to ski resorts. I've never outright went skiing. Like I probably like I've gone sledding. I've gone yeah. uh, um I've always wanted to try snowboarding. But skiing has never been such a it has never been a draw to me if that makes sense. No, I get it. I have like weird feet, right? Like my my like I I think like the old colloquial term would be like knock need. Mm-hmm. So like I don't like I can skateboard, right? Because it's like you're you can able, you're able to distribute your body. I can roller skate, but I can't roller blade mm. because like how my my ankles kind of like turn in. Oh, uh, that yeah. makes any sense. So like I'm always afraid to ski because it is like being able to balance on both feet. Mm-hmm. So I've just never I've one I live in Florida. I don't we don't get snow, right? So like I've never been like I've always wanted to go snowboarding, never done it. Like we like said skateboarded, surfed, like done that, but I've never actually like snowboarded and I would love to have done that. Um well, I well I've been to like uh the the big mountain here in here in Canada is Whistler. Is like is the one that's mm-hmm. the big draw. And I've been to Whistler twice, once for a film festival and once uh when I was at a high school graduation and I always wanted to climb Everest or at least go to Everest base camp. But the first time I went to Whistler, just going up the mountain on the gondola, I ended up getting a nosebleed. <laughs> so <laughs> not a good time. So like I am from a very flat place. So mountains of any kind kind of freak me out, and especially going down mountains. Like I'm with Will here. Like what's so fun about like going down a mountain at 90 miles per hour and hitting a tree? <laughs> so. I mean, it's, I think it's the, it's like, I guess people say that about like, you know, what's so fun about skateboarding. I just like, it's like being, being able to like go up a ramp in like that moment of like flightlessness in air. It's like the closest thing you can be to being like a bird. Right. Yeah. Like, I think there is like a part of skiing, but I also think like maybe why people have co-opted skiing so much that it's just, it's just a white thing. It's like curling or water polo. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's fine, but it's just been so like, co-opted by white people why would you even think well, about it i think carlton would call me a deprived product of the ghetto for my opinions on skiing. <laughs> but uh <laughs> curling is actually super popular with native people for some reason like um, really? we, we actually used to have um one of our gym classes involved learning how to curl and mm-hmm. so this was around the time uh, when i first started learning how to curl it was around the time i got into harry potter so I, um, you, you have to put like one of those sliders on your shoes so you uh-huh. can like slide across the ice. So I used mine with my broom to look like I was flying across the ice uh, on a broomstick and I got in <laughs> trouble for it or, and I got in trouble for not letting go of the rock when you're supposed to, when you're supposed to send it down the ice. So it was dragging me and it was, it was quite fun. <laughs> Yeah, like skiing, though, is uh, I guess it's because I'm from a place where winter is most of the year. So like Mm -hmm. going on vacation to a place to spend time in the snow is not really something I have always been drawn to. Like, I think the converse of this would be when I went to the reverse of this would be when I went to Australia in December just for the experience of being in the summer when it's supposed to be winter in other parts of the world. And it's yeah. it's creepy to me to see like Santa Claus in like a in a warm climate. Like when I went to Australia, it was for my birthday in December. Right. And it's like high noon summer there in uh, at Christmas time. And it was so bizarre to see Christmas decorations everywhere and not have it be cold. Like it was right. such a weird thing to me. Well, yeah, it's like um I just think of like I don't like Santa 
it's like Santa is a bit rotund, right? Yeah. And like we stand we, again, we don't body shame. Um, <laughs> but it's like that plays into the whole winter aesthetic. Like it's like Santa's like, yo, I'm getting my body ready for the winter, you know, rosy cheeks, stomach, you know, it's cold. And then you get like to hot ass Australia and it's like, oh, I'm sticky now. <laughs> like Santa's <laughs> sticky. You know what? You don't want a sticky Santa Claus. Yeah, I'm always wondering about like um right in if you're from Australia, but like how does that work for Santa? Like, does he like go to your house and not wear like the big red costume? Like, does he still have reindeer down there? I don't know. <laughs> does so. he change in the board shorts before he goes to Australia? He's like, Oh, <laughs> I'm going to Oceania. I need to go into like board shorts and flip flops. <laughs> well, and like, um, it, this episode's fun for me just because of, um, like, I don't know if you've ever been on vacation during Christmas, but I was watching this with Carrie a few days ago this episode and mm. I was asking her like would you ever want to go like on a vacation during Christmas time and I was just thinking about that and I probably wouldn't just because you want like I don't know about UTL but like on Christmas time all I want to do is lie around and do nothing oh I I well no I take that back I was gonna say like I don't but like this is what I get on my car and travel like so as a recording so if you listen to this on Patreon um I will be in DC um, for the first time and forever to go visit friends for uh, their birthday and as well as go to medieval time. Oh, I always wanted to go there. <laughs> oh, I've never gone. I can't wait. What my big old turkey leg, but like red light I, going down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like, I, I love getting on the road. Like I, I text my dad and I was like, Hey, you know, what are you doing for new Year's?" So I was going to go visit him um on new year's or i think i was gonna visit him on christmas and yeah i just like getting on the road and just like hopping on the road and seeing people you know well i think for christmas that uh we've always been in one place so it's either been my my grandma's house my mom's house or like my house now me and carrie's house now and so christmas has always been a place you go to and stay there for like for like a week or something and so this um, this episode particularly hits me hard because, like, last year was the first time me and Carrie spent Christmas apart from our parents. Mm. And so it was very difficult last Christmas because, like, um, when you're a kid, of course, the big what's the big thing about Christmas? Presents, of course, right? And as you right. get older, you start, like, not to be that um, Netflix Christmas movie, like, uh, not to be a Netflix Christmas movie, but it, you start to realize what's the most important parts of the of the holidays, you know what I mean? Oh, is it uh, going to go visit a your hometown uh, only to have the, the doctor who's also a male model come up to you and be like, I actually have always cared about you. <laughs> There's no male models in my hometown, but anyway. <laughs> though, speaking of this episode, though, like, um, I don't know why Hillary is making a big deal about what is probably a one-hour flight to Utah from California. Like, I don't know why she's being such a baby about it. I think it's just because of class thing, maybe. Yeah. It's like I, um, I did fly uh, in first class going from uh winnipeg to toronto but that's like a two-hour flight so it was worth it in that case and, and during covid i wanted like as much space between me and other people as possible but like mm. a one hour flight to be in first class like it, it's just like probably in a in the plane i'm thinking about for this size it'd probably just be like four seats at the front wouldn't it i don't know just being a brat i think 
Yeah, I don't know. I've never flown first. I've literally never flown flown first class. I I have no idea how that works. Well, I have like um, I have like a bougie friend named Joyce. Like shout out to Joyce. Um, uh, she travels a lot, and she'll often uh spring a little bit. She will put aside more money just to go first class to international destinations, which mm-hmm. I think is like yeah, good on her, and it's a better idea because you're spending eighteen hours in a plane in a better position than most other people. But like, I don't know. Like, I think sometimes it's worth it because sometimes like you get a bigger chair. Um, you get better food and like you get to get off the plane quicker, which I like. Um, I just like the bigger chair. I think that's why I like it. The yeah, bigger I chair. Mean, yeah. I think I made my first we're, class. We're like taller people, right? Yes. Well, you could say it. We're rotund. We're no, not just that we're rotund. <laughs> not that we're rotund. You know, I will say, like, I, I don't do a lot of flying, but like last time I, like, not last time, like the first time I was flying, I was also significantly bigger mm-hmm. and like, I think the first time I had to do the beat the belt extender thing, but it was it wasn't like too much because I was like flying jet blue. This is like ten years ago, right? And I was like, mm-hmm. I was like a hundred pounds heavier, and like I remember like they gave me the the belt extender, but it wasn't too much. Then the next time I go, it's like, oh, you don't need a belt extender. And I was like, oh, I was I was always so afraid. Like everyone's like, oh, you're gonna go into a airplane and you'll be like a meatball, like a meatball in a in a small thing, and it's like. <laughs> No, you like I fit fine. I fit fine in this. <laughs> well, the only thing I don't like about it is um uh going internationally. Like when I went to Australia, um I got lucky both times that I got an aisle seat. Mm. Um and so, or an aisle seat or a window seat. And like they really love to shove you into those planes if you're not in first class and going I I don't know if I could do it again. I possibly could. But mm. the only problem I have with like flying internationally is how jerky people can be in general class. Like um I was flying home from Bangladesh and like it, this was the trip from Hong Kong to Vancouver. And from Hong Kong to Vancouver it's like I think 12 or 11 hours. And some idiot started smoking in the in the in the bathroom, and I was terrified because I thought the I thought the plane was on fire. <laughs> so like <laughs> this person got arrested, it was amazing. But I was still like terrified. Like I don't know. I I like planes, but I also don't like planes. Yeah, I don't mind planes. Um, I don't like the culture around like having to do all the stuff to get on the plane. Like oh, I'm yeah. not a big fan of that. Uh, but like. The actual like the plane part, I don't mind flying, but like like I said, I'm getting in the car to go to DC. Like I just have learned, like I also don't mind just hopping in my car and just knocking stuff out. Well, like um, you're in America though, because like it's easy to go. Um, like I, I I took a road trip once from Winnipeg to Destin, Florida, which is like at the northern tip of Florida once, and that was like a 24 mm. hour drive in one go. And like I actually like road trips, but it depends on the people you're with. If you're like driving by yourself. Yeah, it's fun. But if you're driving in a car filled with like seven other people, not fun. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm definitely, it is me on the road by myself and like, all right, I want to listen to podcasts and just vibe. What's the the worst trip you've ever been on? Oh, man. Uh, Like in the car part or? Or like anyone. Like what jumps out at you? Uh, I've had so many bad uh, vacations. Like I don't, I am not, I am like, I, I love vacations, but I am not like a vacation person or, yeah. or, or what, what to say. Like I have like I have had so many bad family trips. Like I'm talking about like cousins and aunts and uncles fighting 
like I, I, I don't do it. I, I, I observe and like, I'm very, it's very weird to say you're very introverted when you do a podcast for people that you throw <laughs> on the internet. Right. And then you do stuff for people on the internet, but I am very introverted, like to a degree. Well, cause and, that's a choice. Yeah. Like this yeah. is a choice that we're doing. Whereas like sometimes hanging out with family at a vacation is not, is not a choice. It always, it always freaks out my family when I'm like, oh yeah, I do X, Y, and Z. They're like, really? And I'm like, yeah, I do. Um, just because like I'm very quiet. Mm-hmm. So like it like my thing is I tell people all the time is like I don't mind going I don't go mind going to places um and like just kind of chilling like when I go to places because like my whole thing is I just would rather not, right? Like I would just like if I need to go, if I like it's always cool, like I'll go visit my family and I'll bring my car. And I'm like good for like 30 minutes. And then like it's very, when it's time for me to go, it's like, all right, uh, it's time for me to go. Mm-hmm. Like I don't need to do this anymore. It's time for me to to biggity bounce and I will do it so fast. Well, that's what I like mo- the most about being an adult. Like mm. as a kid, you can't like if you're um uh what's the name of the little kid in this episode bobby yeah bobby um if i'm bobby's age like i would have been the kid playing with the video games because i don't want to be there like that would be me and like though bobby seems to be having a good time hanging out with his family like um any of my extended family who is not my grandparents my parents or my sister it was always such a hassle to be around Mm. and so like I didn't never like that like and my grandma used to like feed everybody so people would just randomly come to her house on Christmas day and I would just hate hanging out with them and like it would just be such a bother like um the worst vacation I ever had probably was that road trip where we went to Florida because Mm. um I went with a bunch of passive aggressive people that wanted to do everything together where we shared like one, one tiny ass hotel room with like two double beds and seven people, including me. And it was uh, such a bother that the next night I was like, okay, I'm getting my own room. Cause I need some time away from everybody. And they right. got so pissed with me. Cause they're like, how dare you like make this weird blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, we just drove. 20 fucking hours in the same like two like little tiny car like let me have some time by myself (laughs) and so it's just like I don't know like I I'm glad I'm at a point now where uh if me and my family were to go on a on a vacation together we would not be all shut up in the same room yeah that's the that's the part you need yeah yeah I do think like we I think we neglect like to think of like how good it is at some points where we're just like hey if I don't want to be around someone, I could just walk off and go. Yes. And I think like we, I think when you're on a vacation, you're, you're on that mindset of like, oh, hey, we got to be around these people. Right. And like, like I said, I, I don't know. Like I, I love visiting people. Like I love doing those vacations where I go to visit somebody. Cause like, oh, yeah, those are fun. I like especially them. like when I have, like I said, when I have my car, like I'm going to DC and I have my car. And like, the cool thing is, is like, it'll be really cool to see the people that, you know, I came to DC to go see. And then be like, all right, uh, I'm going to go and visit X, Y, and Z now. Or do like something like that. Like, I think that's very neat and very interesting. So, Oh, yeah. I just love that part. Yeah, like, because I'm planning to go to, I'm probably going to Florida next summer. Like, uh, to like, uh, not just to visit UTL, but like, I'm planning to go um, to the new Star Wars hotel. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I really want to go check it out. And it's, I'm really excited to do that. And But it seems cool to not have to just like do one thing when I go visit. It's like multiple things. 
That's why I really, really love that. Um, but yeah, like in the episode, they're all spending Christmas in one tiny house. Well, not one tiny house. I think they just make it look that way. It has four rooms. But it's like, I really love um, Vi being completely different that it throws off. Well, not completely different, but it's, it's being a lot happier because of uh, how she's in love, which I really, really love. Like, this is my favorite part of this episode. Um, Because this is like one of those points in the story where teen Will gets to see his mom as an adult. Like she's not just his mom. She's like a grown woman who's trying to live her own life. And I think that's what really sets off Will because he doesn't he doesn't seem to think as his mom is having a life outside of him. Right. Well, I do think it's like also very like I also think it's very like I think it's very like affirming to see that like. To see a black woman get agency like that, right? Because, yeah. like, at some point, like, especially, like, if you think about, like, how television was shot, especially at this time, like, a black woman can't be silly or can't be, you know, live their own life, right? Like, I think Janet Hubert uh, and, like, in this episode, Will's mom, like, allows you to see more of a definitive, like, look at black women. And this is, like, a thing that we're seeing that we'll see going to this thing, right? Like, we have like we have um uh uh what's that college show um uh perfect uh, uh different world, world we have yeah. a different world yeah we have a different world going on right now which also allows you to see like different aspects of black women and then you know Ellen Falcon we talked about it last last time you know we'll then go on and do living single but like these are like now you're getting these chances to see black women get to be themselves. Like, if this was a dude, it wouldn't be weird. Because, like, how many times dudes do this? Like, regardless of gender, or, you know, regardless of, not gender, but regardless of race, right? Like, mm-hmm. dudes get to do this. But to actually be able to see a woman, especially a black woman, basically get to live her life and be giddy and act silly about dating somebody, right? Uh, like, well, and I, especially being older, too. Because, like, yeah. we can assume she's probably, like, at least in her late 40s. Well, and, yeah. I wouldn't say late forties, but definitely mid forties, because she is definitely older than Vivian and Vivian, stuff. Yeah. yeah, and Vivian just turned forty, so yeah, like they're probably in that age range. Yeah, um, because I I do like that, like it's like I I love the teasing of Vi that goes on, like it's not malicious, but it's really really sweet because of um, you can tell how close the family is. Like I just love when Will senses that something's going on because like. At first, like he he knows that she's gonna hate his mustache, and then she says she really likes it. And then there's that bit where she's talking about how she's seeing life in a new way, and like she points at her glass, and it's like this cup isn't half empty; it's half full. And Will mm. is just like shocked, and he's like, "Is it half full of scotch?" <laughs> just like, <laughs> like, like just like the cuteness and like insulting her sister and stuff like that. And I love when Frank come, uh, Frank uh, Frank and her sister Janice come and she's saying like it's nice to see frank again and then frank is all confused because she's like i thought you said the next time i see that white boy i hope he's under a bus (laughs) and the cute little acting that he does where vi tells him to come and give her a hug and he just like lifts his arms up like he's frankenstein (laughs) right uh, it's such a cute episode i just love that 
But one point I wanted to specifically point out is um, there's this shot of Will and Bobby on the couch playing a video game together, like where Will is just like sitting with him. And I really, really love that shot just because of how much like that used to be me when I was a kid and just having fun with my older cousins or like my old my aunties who love video games as well. Like that was one part that just hit me so well in the heart. Yeah, it's it's really weird. Like seeing Bobby just like knowing like in 91 i'm 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 five right mm-hmm. you know so like this is like and i am the like my my brother is like the youngest of our family right but like me and my sister were like the babies because like my mom is one of the youngest kids and we were like the babies right we were the cousins baby right um before they got too old when the babies actually came and they were just like kind of aged out of that right like so it was it was always like i've always had the dynamic like my uh over thanksgiving weekend my uncle willie joe came and like his son my cousin willie who is like eight years older than me like that was like my will right because like willie was like the guy who was older like i remember him being the one that helped like console me after watching power rangers and freaking out like having a nightmare about goldar Mm -hmm. um because he was just like, oh, dude, it's just a dude in a suit. Which, like, I, I look at it now, and I'm like, I can see where he was just like, oh, that was just silly. But, like, it was, it, it, it's always good to, like, have that person look up to that wasn't video. Because, like, I remember he, him coming to visit and beating Super Mario World for me after, like, I was stuck on, like, the donut, the donut island where you, like, get all the dinosaurs. And it's just like, I have no idea what to do here. And he's like, oh, yeah, you just do blah, 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 blah. And I was like, <laughs> What? You know how to play video games? What? So like it's 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 very interesting to see that. Like to to have that kind of like a a like a a thor, uh, thor of uh, like a uh what you call it? Like a um a through line for that. Well, and it still comes up too, like cuz I I thought things like this would would be over like because like oh yeah, we're so old now and kids don't play video games or or really need their families to help them play video games. But then like every time I see my nephew, he wants me to play Roblox with him or like Minecraft or something. So it's like or if he um like one time when he was really young, he was playing this like Fruit Ninja game where um all this fruit was coming down a conveyor belt and you had to chop it up as fast as you can. I can't, I think that was probably a Roblox game. But I played it for a while and got him a bunch of currency and a bunch of new knives in the game and he just looked at me like I was God. <laughs> so it was just like, I think it's it's so cool to see that stuff like that still continues nowadays. Like where little kids look up to their their cool cousins cause, or their cool aunties and uncles because they know video games. So I, I really right. love that this continues even like 30 years on. And I also love um, uh, Vi. I uh, know uh, Janice revealing that she might be pregnant, and all everybody's reacting with like all her sisters and Hillary are reacting with like all this like happiness about it. And then Vi saying that like she's she's never been happier, and so she's mentioning like um, she's just talking basically like she's in love. And then I just love how um, uh, Helen just said just looks at her and she's like man this robert must have a magic wand <laughs> I <just laughs> love that. so it's like i just really love this episode and i wish like the only thing i wish i thought could make it better was if uh grandma hattie was in this episode and i always like i was thinking last night why isn't she in this episode and i guess it's probably like scheduling conflicts or something but like it would have been cool if she was there mm-hmm. 
Yeah. It w- it would have been definitely very cool if she was there. I don't know. Like I said, I I think like a lot of the family dynamics is just so very fun. And like I said, it is very reminiscent of like, it felt like a vacation I've been on. Uh, except for the thing, like the thing that we're kind of dancing around. Uh, they get rocked. <laughs> yes. Well, but the one thing I want to mention too yeah, of the yeah. family dynamics is how much... Um, Frank is able to take part part in it now as well because he's like married into their family, right? And Frank is white, and mm-hmm. so there's a scene where Will is recording the the party that they're having, like the get together, and he's commenting about how there's no there's no black people in Utah, and Frank ca- chimes up with, "What are you are you kidding? Every time I turn around, I see a black person," and he's sandwiched between Helen's husband and Uncle uh, Uncle Phil, which I really yeah. give him like a look. I I just love that scene so much. <laughs> It's a great joke. It's a really good joke, honestly. <laughs> and I really like because, like, he has been accepted into the family that it's uh, it's something that the the sisters can giggle about, which I really enjoy. And I do love um, I do love this episode because, yeah, like uh, they get robbed and they get robbed by a white person, which fucking kills me because um, I had I think I probably mentioned it on the podcast before, but um, I had an ex. And once we were like walking around the city and we we're coming back from dinner and this, this like white woman comes up to us and she's like, Oh my God, I really like, I, I need your help. Like I, I, like my husband is in, and my husband is in the hospital in Selkirk and I'm from Steinbeck and like, I needed some money to get to him. And like, I need to get there before he gets sick. And could you help me at all? And my brain is pinging. Like I, I basically was will in the situation. Cause I was like, Okay, you don't need to come to you don't need to come to Winnipeg from Steinbeck to get to Selkirk. Um, why would you need money? Why can't like you can you have a phone? I can see it. Why aren't you calling somebody to help you? And then my ex was like, oh, like what? Immediately went to the ATM and gave her sixty bucks. And then we find out later in the paper, like this woman was scamming a bunch of people. <laughs> and I was oh, just like, man. and so like I am with Will, like. I would not open, like, especially with, like, all the kids being underage, except for Hillary, like, I would have said no. Like, especially when you're on vacation, because this guy probably knew, like... Uh, yeah, Will wasn't wrong. Will, Will wasn't, wasn't wrong. wrong. Yeah, Will wasn't wrong, and Will knew that this guy was, like, well, I don't know if he knew this, but, the uh, but like, the robber probably knew, one, they had money, two, they probably had a bunch of, like, gifts in the house. Three, they probably had a bunch of food in the house. Like they, he probably saw them arrive and case the place basically, and saw that the adults mm. left and was like, "Okay, it'll be an easy hit." Yeah, it's it's so it's so nuts. But like you said, like that is like don't get me wrong. I believe in a good Samaritan and all this stuff. Blah 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 blah. Right? Uh, like be good to people. Blah 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 blah. Don't come to my house on Christmas. And rob me. <laughs> and, rob, and ask, oh, can I come inside? Now you can take this phone outside and, and call you need to call. Mm-hmm. Or you need me to call. Like, I don't know you. I don't know you. We're in the middle of nowhere. Well, and I something... don't know you. Well, and I think, too, that comes up because of how we grew up. Like, um, because, like, my mom is always warning me about not picking up hitchhikers. And I'm like, mother, I'm like an indigenous woman living in Canada. Like, I would never pick up anybody. <laughs> like, even if, like, people were flagging me down and they were covered in blood, I mm. would go call somebody when I got, I would call somebody on my phone before I let somebody in the car. Like, right. basically, I am, like, I would rather apologize for being an asshole later. Then put myself into any danger. 
So I'm with Will in the situation. Like they should have thrown him out. Yeah. With the quickness. He's like, all right, you gotta go. Sucks. Well, and, and they should have yeah, and they should have known better. Like, I don't know. I guess because like uh, I like the 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 dynamic in this episode because there's a earlier um Will uh no Carlton calls Will a deprived product of the, of the ghetto. And there's a scene here where Will calls Carlton a suburban twit that guy's a stranger. And so yeah, like I was like I, I think Vi would have been happy to know that Will was the voice of reason in this episode. <laughs> yeah. Cause like yes, help people on Christmas, but this was kind of seedy, especially when they don't know anybody in this neighborhood. Like I would like I would uh, I don't know, maybe I'm just seeing it in hindsight, but I'm like I would not let anybody in the house. Oh yeah, no, for sure. For sure. You can't let anybody in the house. Like at all, and so the kids get taken hostage. Um, yeah. Well, not hostage. They get uh, they get t- they get tied up, and the guy makes off with all of their stuff, including the food and, and the toilet paper. As Aunt Helen finds out, don't ask her how she knows. Mm-hmm. But I really love the subtle acting choices of Karen Parsons, who plays Hillary, because she's she's mostly in the background this episode, but she's reacting really well to this scary situation. Like there's a scene where like Phil is holding her, and like she is like just being really really nerve wracking, like just nervous. And I love that. Like she's mm-hmm. doing really really well. I think this is a good ensemble episode for everybody. Yeah, um, no, for sure it is. It's, it's a really good ensemble episode. But I think this, ep- like, as I said at the top of the show, like, this episode really hits me harder after last Christmas when my mm. my family had to spend Christmas apart. Like, luckily we weren't robbed, but, like, um, we had to spend Christmas apart because my mom is immunocompromised and basically all of the North was, lo- was locked down so nobody was really leaving and no one was really doing anything. And this was before everybody was immuni- immunized. And watching this episode <laughs> and the parts where they're like remembering all the worst Christmases they ever had with like laughs, that made me mm. feel really good because I'm like, okay, even though like this was a terrible Christmas, like 2020 was a bad Christmas because I didn't get to see my family. I didn't get to spend time with my nephew. It was still like going to be a memory of us talking about how we, um, how we had, it'll be the Christmas we had on Zoom. That'll be what we talk about. Right. And I just love the way the sisters are talking about like how their mom couldn't, uh, their mom got fired one Christmas and they, all they, all she could afford was naked dolls (laughs) (laughs) or the episode or the bit where Phil was talking about, um, how he always wanted drums, but his parents couldn't afford them. So they just set up the pots and pans so he could play them as, as drums. I'm just like, this is a family that's been through some hard things and they're able to like look on the bright side of it and i i really like even though it starts kind of funny with like uh aunt helen coming downstairs saying like merry christmas and everybody's like telling her to shut up and she's like uh if no one's gonna put up a front neither am i this is the worst <laughs> damn christmas i've ever had and so i just love oh and we forgot to mention um uh uncle lester uh went skiing without lessons and broke his leg <laughs> Broke his damn leg, like <laughs> yeah. oof, and was screaming like Gumby, uh, going down the mountain looking like Gumby and screaming like Patty Labelle, according to uh, Bobby and Lester, <laughs> so <laughs> or Bobby and Will rather. But I like, I don't know, like I think this is going to be one of those Christmas episodes. Like even before it was one I really liked watching, mm-hmm. but after COVID Christmas last year, like it made me realize that I. I am thankful for the time that I get with the people I love now. 
Mm-hmm. Like, if that makes sense. Like, not thankful, yeah. but, like, more um, more aware of, like, what actually makes me happy. And so, like, I, right before we got on this call, TL, I was telling my mom, because my mom was harassing me for what I wanted for Christmas. And I'm like, mom, just buy food. That's all I want. <laughs> like, just come here and we can have Christmas together. That's all I want because I want to be able to argue with you and get into fights before Christmas, but then have everybody be happy again. Like, cause right. I want to, I want you here so you can annoy me. That's all I want for Christmas. <laughs> it's all so. we all want for Christmas. It's like our parents to just annoy the shit out of us. Oh, exactly. But yeah, like, um, this episode is like just something to like, if you are looking for a Christmas episode, that is not, what's the word I'm looking for? That is not corny. Yes. And, and like, is not one of those, like, is not one of those episodes you watch where, like, um, Santa somehow is real and all this other stuff. This is, like, a realistic episode that I really, really love putting on at Christmas time. Like, it, mm. it's one of my favorite episodes. Like, if I had a list of things I watch every Christmas that I don't hate watching, it's this one and uh, Muppet Christmas Carol and um, what else do I watch every Christmas? Um, Batman Returns. Like, yes. And, and so, like, this episode is just, like, so... It just hit me really well, and I was glad to watch it. I just love it. Yeah, I don't know, like it's. This is one. I, I'm again. I'm with you. Like I, I, I don't do a lot of the Christmas stuff. Like I think there's like I watched the Boondocks Christmas episode. I think that's a tremendous episode. <laughs> just a television. It's such a good episode. Um, and like I will watch. Like I like watching Christmas movies set at christmas but not necessarily christmas movies like mm-hmm. i made an argument that um uh, i believe that um uh, i believe that uh treading places is a christmas movie because that movie <laughs> is set in christmas uh that someone had to be like yeah don't forget that uh that that dan Aykroyd just wears blackface at the part of the movie it's like oh yeah i forgot about that damn <laughs> uh, it was a sign of the times it was a side of the times, yeah. Yeah, just like, but like, um, I'm just thinking about like this episode specifically. I just love how happy, like, how the mood turns around immediately. Because like, the only thing they have for dinner is chewing. Uh, the only thing they have for breakfast is chewing gum and hot water. <laughs> so then they're really, really depressed. And then Lester finds a tea bag, and uh, the mood just immediately turns around. Right. I really, really, really like that. Ep- like I just like that little bit of um, that little bit of um positivity. Like that was one of my favorite things. It reminded me of that Simpsons episode where um Bart ruins Christmas and everybody comes to steal their stuff um to pay back for the money they gave them. Yeah. And then like Homer's just telling the family like we have everything we uh, like. There's one thing that the mob didn't take from us. This washcloth. <laughs> that's basically <laughs> what it reminded me of. Like this little tiny tea bag is the one thing this guy left behind. And so it's like. I don't know. This this episode is like it. We go uh, further into Christmas episodes later that are a little less realistic, like an episode where Will meets Santa and like Will gets um, uh, his cousin Nikki um, boys to men for his um, for his uh, what's to call it his christening his christening gift. So things get kind of like crazy in later episodes, but. I really love this one just for how cute it is and how positive. And it, my mom always quotes the the part where they find out that the robber accidentally crashed um, the rental car into the nativity scene and got knocked out cold by baby Jesus. Mm. My mom always quotes that episode, that part of the episode. And it's like, 
I don't know, like, they didn't even need to get their stuff back for this episode to work for me. If Because I, I just love that the only thing that he didn't he didn't sell was the was the pregnancy test and like they were able to he was able to say that somebody was pregnant and the best bit of the um, the episode for me is when will turns around to look at his mother in anger <laughs> it's just yeah. like somebody in this room's pregnant and he turns around <laughs> like it was i just love that part it's like don't come on don't come around here with no babies <laughs> yeah uh, it's uh it, it it is. I, I do think it's it's absolutely wild. But like I said, it's a. I think it's a really really good episode. What a good episode this is. Yeah, like I can't really say anything negative about it. Like I just like mm. I love the clothing. I love the music choices. I love how Carlton keeps getting told to not sing. <laughs> that was one yes. of my favorite parts because we all have that annoying um, family member in the family. I love the episode. I love the bit where they're dancing to "I Want to Take You Higher" by Sly and the Family Stone, which I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also like. I like who they cast as the guy who robbed them. Like this tiny guy who looks like we could beat him up together. Yeah. Like, cause they could, they could have easily uh, got like a WWE wrestler or somebody threatening. Yeah. I like, like how this guy Vader. Yeah. Vader's threatening. <laughs> well, I like... like how this episode two made, um, I think that's why the guy was like, okay, these kids will fall for my like weak act. I would have yeah. had a gun. Like oh he've had he has to have had a gun right mm-hmm. well it's America too so that's probably why but it's America you're right. <laughs> of course we all oh. have guns well that's the end of the episode that's the end of the episode uh Sonia anything you would like to promote uh well nothing right now probably just check out my Twitter at honey underscore child um. Check out my Facebook at Sonia Ballantine, uh, my Instagram at Sonia underscore Ballantine. Um, and yeah, like, um, if you are looking to do some donating this Christmas, uh, donate some no, donate cash to your local food bank because, um, uh, food banks can make a dollar go further than you could. They get a bunch of really good deals from stores. So if you're, but if you're really interested in donating items, donate baby formula. Cause that's the only thing most, um, most food banks will buy outright. Like they don't rely on donations for that stuff. They'll just like, I mean, they don't wait for donations to come in. They actually purchase that stuff for their shelves. So uh, donate to a food bank if you can uh, cash just because it's easier for them to get the stuff they need. Don't donate them stuff you yourself wouldn't eat. Yes. Um, also, we're going to do donations. I am also going to use this to say um, it is the holiday season. Um, and unfortunately, uh, this is a time of year where a lot of people um, don't have families they can uh, they can reach out to get support from, um, especially LGBTQ members, especially black LGBTQ members, uh, especially our trans brothers and sisters. So I would like if you are going to donate or want to do anything, uh, this I would like to uh, ask and recommend to donate to the Okra Project. The Okra Project is a um, is a foundation that reaches out uh, to help uh, Black trans people, um, and right now they are currently uh, uh, bringing free meals to Black trans people. So please, if you have the time, um, please donate to the Okra Project um that would be really great 
So that's yeah. my plug. Uh, you, can, <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Turbo Bison. You can follow me on Twitch at Turbo Bison. On Instagram at Turbo Bison. On Facebook at Turbo Bison. I don't know. That's a question mark. Uh, don't use Facebook. Um, yeah, uh, you can follow the stuff that we do at uh, Full House Live on Twitter. Um, and yeah, uh, this is a show. We got really serious at the end there, but you got to be serious. <laughs> you get you 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 talk about skiing. And then you get really serious with your plugs. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, again, uh, it is the holiday season right now. As you're listening, it is, it may be Hanukkah while you're listening, or you may be in the Christmas mode, or maybe you're listening during Kwanzaa, which, hey, <laughs> shout out to that. Um, but, as, the, as the real estate guy, I wish them a happy Kwanzaa as well. <laughs> uh, joyous Kwanzaa. I always tell people that is a joyous Kwanzaa. But, um, as always, uh, we here at the Pool House family, uh, we want you to make sure that you are having a happy and safe holiday. Um, that if you are unfortunately not around people um, that bring you joy, uh, but we bring you joy, I just ask that you listen to an episode and reach out to us and holler at me. If you holler at me, if you tweet at me, say, hey, I just need a message, I will. I will personally shoot a video and tweet it back at you to let you know that I'm here and we're going to have a kick-ass Christmas slash whatever holiday you want to celebrate because I'm here for you. So yeah, take care of yourself. Like, take care it, of yourself. Cause like this, I know this year can, this time of year can be hard for people who might not have people they can rely on or people that they love or people that they can be with like um I God knows like that was what happened to me last year when I like it, I had my sister and her partner but it was still very hard to be separated from my parents and mm. so like I'm I'm wishing y'all like the best the uh, best time of the month for December if you hate it um I hope the month goes by fast if you love it I hope you enjoy it and eat lots of turkey this is the time of year to like really get your eat on like yeah. <laughs> And, and send me some recipes for some good stuff, please. <laughs> yes. Murder a turkey and then send it to Sonia. Yes. And be like, here. There's a the turkey, turkey shortage right now, people. Like, we're trying to buy some right now. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is enough fashion. We've made this. We've made the ending longer than the show. Uh, so, yeah. Um, for Sonia, I'm TL. This has been Live from the Pool House. Don't get thrown out like jazz. <laughs>